Hello, I'm Kirk Keating. And I'm Michelle McCarran. And, and together, together we are adding to the equation to share with you what teaching and learning mathematics sounds like. With inspiration from our math heroes, we're echoing some important messages about teaching and learning mathematics. We want to invite you to learn alongside us in our math journey so that we can all grow as math learners. I know at the end of our last conversation, Michelle, we talked about um, introducing some math heroes. Um, but before we get into that, I think we should kind of talk about what a math hero is. And so our first step um, in thinking about that was to, you know, look it up in the dictionary. And we found a definition of a hero is someone that has great courage and is a central figure in an event or movement. Um, and this really spoke to us because our math heroes um, are giving us confidence. They're also giving us um, the research to bring effective teaching practices into the classroom. And they're also giving us these, you know, those big ideas and things to think about and um, things to help us help our students um, enjoy their experiences in math and also um, really learn conceptually. Yeah, so really, you know, again, that common ground of us throughout our careers, really diving deeply and being really focused on the abundance of research that supports that conceptual development piece of mathematics, right? And I think, um, Kirk, I think you'll agree when you say that we've learned both through examining that research and trying new things in our practice and reflecting on that and having conversations with students um, that we know that when teachers can provide experiences that, number one, engage all learners, so low floor, high ceiling tasks where everybody enters can enter in, and that when students really feel like they're a valued and contributing member of their classroom community, that really this the positive impact that that can have on, on students, both in terms of their math proficiencies and knowledge, as well as really their well-being, um, which is equally important that um, we, again, are really sold on the idea of building that climate and culture in our classroom. So, so I guess, really, we talked about the fact that one of our goals and our plan for this podcast is to talk about how, we, how did we get there? How did we know what to try? How did we decide which route to take when looking at building that culture and climate for our classroom? And really, I think it came down to some of those heroes that we hope to talk about and talk with in, in throughout the podcast. And like you said, Kirk, how did, have they provided us and how do they continue to provide us really with the motivation and the courage? And how do they kind of really pave the way for us to take those risks in our practice and to always kind of be working towards making it better for kids. And you know, Michelle, um, just when you talked about um, just the path of knowing where to go, I kind of thought of, you know, the last probably five, five years or so of teaching math, um, the path's definitely not linear. Um, you know, I started to notice this and really started to try and follow research-based practices that others are laying out for us. Um, helping helping me along that way, along the journey. Yeah, I think, Kirk, you're right when you mention that fact that the development of our practice is not linear and that consistent desire to be better, I think that's something that we need to talk about as educators. The fact that nobody has all the answers and that I think that's really critical 
in being open to learn about new strategies, to bring new ideas to our classrooms to better support kids. Absolutely. And I think as, as educators, we have to be willing to make mistakes, be willing to try something different, you know, out of our comfort zone and, and kind of um, learning from them. And I think we, we also should be sharing this with our students. You know, when they, if they see us making a mistake, that really, I think, resonates with them and uh, builds a, you know, a better environment, better learning environment. too. Yeah, I think I agree. I think if we're going to ask our students to take risks and to try new things and to kind of stretch their thinking to the edge of their learning, I think, you know, us modeling that is much more powerful than anything that we can say to them. And this really makes us excited because we're we're trying to echo those those math heroes and kind of share this with you and and hopefully um, inspire you as well. And I think a huge wake up call for me as a math teacher was when I uh, I taught up north um, grades seven through twelve, um, and I had a lot of different um, grade levels in one classroom. And I quickly realized and saw that students were struggling to not only engage. Um, but they really depended on me to start their thinking or even engaging in the task or learning experience. And I soon realized that, you know, one of the barriers was that they they really thought that they weren't a math person. And I really had to listen to their, you know, prior math experiences. And I heard this was a common theme among my students. Um, so I felt like it was my job to prove them wrong by setting up these learning experiences and a classroom environment that valued engaged learners. Um, I knew that I had to be the one doing the listening. And this was, you know, at first, this was really, it was tough for me because that's how I was taught is, you know, I should be, I should be the one talking and they should be the ones listening. But it was kind of that flipped role that I kind of learned and through, you know, some of my math heroes messages and that my job was to listen, to listen to their experiences in math and kind of build them up as, as math learners. Um, so yeah, it, this, this was definitely a struggle at first. Um, but I think with, with help along the way and just seeing the students feel valued in the class and having a voice was really inspiring to me. And I, you know, I visually saw that it worked. I really have to echo that, Kirk, and say that I can totally relate to this as well. As I think back to my position, uh, early on in my career as a grade seven, eight mathematics teacher, I did really value the building and fostering of a conceptual understanding in my students. I felt that uh, that was something that I offered my students each and every day that they walked into my class. But I, looking back now, I think I too felt that my role was to do the talking. And I remember many times being completely shocked when students didn't understand or didn't demonstrate an understanding of the concepts that I had taught and that I felt I had so clearly articulated. And so um, just like you said, Kirk, it wasn't until I really recognized the fact that it was whoever in the classroom was doing the talking, that's who was doing the learning. And so for me, I quickly realized that it needed to be the kids that were doing the talking if it was indeed going to be the kids doing the learning, not me. And so I'm sure it was the same for your students. Um, that was a huge shift because they hadn't experienced that in mathematics class before. 
And so um, it was a big leap of faith for me as well as it was for students because we really had to re-envision and rebuild what our thoughts and feelings were around what math class should look like. Yeah, so that that first step in change, um, as we both talked about, is really realizing there's a problem. Um, then after that, it's what do we do next? And I think we're really excited to talk about one of our math heroes that has helped us along our journey of trying these new things in our classrooms and really trying to focus on student thinking, engagement, and um, bringing the enjoyment into math class. I'm really excited to talk to you about um, Peter Liljedal. Um, he's one of our heroes, and he, he really gives us a, a really nice roadmap of how to bring these practices into the classroom that will affect positively um, students' thinking and learning. Peter's work is based on really challenging and flipping the norms that he noticed were causing a barrier to student thinking. So he observed the patterns and behaviors that were preventing students from actually thinking. Um, Peter's Building Thinking Classroom Framework focuses on 14 teaching practices that promote student thinking. Yeah, and I think that really hits the nail on the head as to why we were drawn to Peter as one of our math heroes. Because in his work, that framework that, that you talk about, Kirk, he really identifies those same issues and those same concerns that we have experienced. And so we can really relate to that. And then, like you said, kind of gives us a way to navigate through the what's next, right? How do we move forward to build a classroom that um, builds in opportunities for kids to think? And what I what really resonates with me about Peter's work is that he doesn't only talk about those components that build that thinking classroom that are missing in, in schools today and in a lot of classrooms that he observed, but he in fact talks about many of those practices are actually in direct contrast to and working against student thinking. So we're really excited to talk to Peter about the ways that he found um, really fostered that thinking in students and gave them the opportunity to construct meaning and to build their own conceptual understanding around mathematics. Absolutely. And I hope um, hope you can find the time um, as we chat with Peter and he introduces his framework. And um, yeah. yeah. And I think that's the other piece to it, right? That what he introduces are 14 practices that not only have a huge impact on kids, but that are really easy to navigate and easy to employ in classrooms. And I think as teachers, we're all really drawn to that. How can I bring something back that's going to impact my students tomorrow? Absolutely. It's, it's very, very practical. And it really, um, it really sets, sets the tone for, a, for an awesome learning environment. Well, thanks for listening. I'm Kirk Keating. And I'm Michelle McCarran. And together, we are adding to the equation. 